0: It's Wednesday, May 9th. All of Tuesday's basketball games are finished up. Here is your morning after in the NBA playoffs. Both series in the Western Conference were in action last night, and in the first game, it was the Rockets getting by the Jazz, 112-102. Chris Paul dropped a game and career playoff high 41 points to go with 7 rebounds and 10 assists. James Harden scored 18 points, and P.J. Tucker finished with 19 points, 3 blocks, and 6 rebounds in Houston's victory. Rookie Donovan Mitchell scored 24 points and handed out 9 assists, and Alec Burks scored 22 points, adding 5 assists off the bench for Utah in the losing effort. With their win, the Rockets now advance to the Western Conference Finals, winning their series against the Jazz four games to one. As the number one seed in the West, Houston will have home court advantage and their series will start up next Monday. In the second and final game of the evening, the Warriors took down the Pelicans 113-104. to Steph Curry ends his night with 28 points, adding 7 rebounds and 8 assists. Kevin Durant has 24 points, 6 rebounds and 7 assists. And Draymond Green goes for 19 points, 3 steals, 9 assists and 14 rebounds for Golden State in their win. On the losing side, Anthony Davis leads all scores with 34 points in addition to blocking four shots and grabbing 19 rebounds. Andrew Holiday ends his night with a 27.10 rebound 11 assist triple double for New Orleans. The Warriors victory means they officially move on to the Western Conference Finals as they win their series four games to one. The defending champion Warriors will head to Houston to take on the number one seeded Rockets starting next Monday. The one game coming up today will be Game 5 in the 76ers-Celtics series in Boston, where the Celtics, up three games to one, will try to advance to the Eastern Conference Finals for the second year in a row. That game tips off at 8 o'clock. That's the buzzer for this edition of the morning after in the NBA playoffs. I'm Jet Stryer, and this is your home for the best quick ending sports news, only on Anchor. Now that the Western Conference Finals is all set and it's the matchup that everyone was hoping for and expecting, we can start to talk a little bit about the matchup between the Houston Rockets and the Golden State Warriors. Unlike in past seasons, the Warriors are actually going to have to go on the road for the bulk of this series, as the Rockets, with the number one seed, have home court advantage throughout the NBA playoffs, and should they reach the NBA Finals, will have home court advantage in that as well. So Houston versus Golden State, the two powers of the West during the regular season, they meet in the playoffs. I really, really don't give the Rockets much of a chance here. I know everybody's saying this is the Rocketeer, it's now or never, but all season long, and I know it's not breaking new ground here to say this, but I thought the Warriors were going to win the NBA Finals. I don't believe that they will do anything less than that this year. They've done nothing to dissuade me from that fact. Houston is a very good team. I just don't think that they match up with the Warriors toe-to-toe. The Golden State Warriors are a team like we've virtually never seen before, or maybe one of those 80s Celtics or 80s Lakers team, maybe 90s Jordans team, but like they are one of the greatest teams of all time. It pains me to say it as a Celtic fan because I don't want to put them up there, but let's face it, they are. They are the class of the NBA, and in my mind, no one else is really close. Again, Houston is a very good team. James Harden's going to win MVP this year. He's a top five player in the NBA. Chris Paul is one of the best point guards in the league. He, Capella is an excellent center. Eric Gordon is one of the better six men in the league. P.J. Tucker does stuff for them. They, and Trevor Reza, another really solid piece with a championship Pedigree. I just don't think that they can stack up when you talk about Golden State. Golden State is just a ridiculous video game team. You have Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, Draymond Green, Clay Thompson. Then you still have really solid role players too, who have won championships and been in this spot before. Sean Livingston, Zaza Pachulia. Uh, why am I forgetting Andre Iguodala? Sorry, but. The point of it all is Golden State is just too good. It's not Houston's fault. They're going up against a juggernaut. And frankly, that's what's going to happen when whoever wins the Eastern Conference goes to the finals. They're going to get blasted by the Warriors, too. I think the Rockets maybe, maybe take a game or two. I'm going to. Say, I'm gonna say six to be nice to the Rockets, but I realistically could see the Warriors winning this one in five. They are that good. No one else is close right now. The closest to the team to them, actually, would be the Boston Celtics at full strength. And I know I sound like a homer here, but really look at what they've done in this postseason. Then you add Kyrie Irving, and then you add Gordon Hayward, and it is a team that could actually match up with Golden State. I'm not saying they could necessarily beat them, but it would be the team that best matches up against them. So, as far as the Western Conference Finals goes, I just don't see Houston being able to topple the juggernaut Golden State. They are too good, too deep, too experienced, and the Rockets are going to fall like every other team except for that one anomaly when the Cavaliers won in the Finals well. Golden State is going to beat the Rockets. It won't be too difficult for them. And then whoever comes out of the East, they'll be able to handle in four or five games. So Golden State was my winner at the beginning of the year. I'm sticking with them. They have done absolutely nothing to make me think that they will not beat the Rockets. So sorry, Houston fans. Golden State is going to take you down. I'm Jet Stryer, and this is your home for the best quick hitting sports news, only on Anchor. Though there's still months before the season begins, the NFL keeps a vigilant eye on their players' offseason activities, and Saints running back Mark Ingram has run afoul of the Shield. Yesterday, the NFL announced they would be suspending Ingram for the first four games of this upcoming football season as a result of him violating the league's policy on performance-enhancing substances. Four games is the standard penalty for first-time violators, and while the specific substance Ingram tested positive for is not known at this point, he was nonetheless popped for some form of PEDs. The suspension only relates to regular season games and practices, so Ingram will still be able to participate in all offseason activities for New Orleans, including training camp and preseason games. Last year, Ingram, the former Heisman Trophy winner out of Alabama, had his best season as a pro. He finished the year with 230 carries for 1,124 yards and 12 touchdowns. He also added 58 receptions for 416 yards. Every one of those stats was a career high. The Saints will certainly miss their star tailback for the first four games next season, but they aren't without options going forward. Last year's Offensive Rookie of the Year, running back Alvin Kamara, will shoulder the load for Ingram, as he'll certainly see an increase in carries for the first four games of the year. In his rookie season, Kamara proved to be a dynamic offensive weapon both on the ground game as well as a receiving target. The Tennessee product hauled in 81 receptions for 826 yards and 5 touchdowns through the air, and he ran the ball for 728 yards and 8 touchdowns on the ground, averaging a ridiculous 6.1 yards per carry. Likely joining Kamara in the Ingram list backfield for the first four games will be the Saints' six-round pick from last month's NFL draft, boston scott out of louisiana tech ingram's absence will certainly be a blow to a saints team that has super bowl aspirations but thanks to their talent on offense especially in that the running back position they should be able to survive it also helpful is the fact that their first four games they play the buccaneers browns falcons and giants only one of whom had a winning record last year and none of whom would be considered elite defensively against the run If you're a fantasy football player, Ingram's suspension, without a doubt, hurts his draft value, but he still should have an excellent season once he returns in Week 5. On the flip side, Alan Kamara's value, already very high, should go even higher as, again, he'll see a significant increase in workload to begin the year. So, it's early, but there are still major implications in play due to this Mark Ingram suspension. I'm Jet Stryer and this is your home for the best quick hitting sports news only on Anchor. It's Wednesday, May 9th. All of Tuesday's baseball games are wrapped up. Here is your morning after in the MLB. The Yankees edge out the Red Sox 3 to 2. Giancarlo Stanton blasts two home runs, giving him nine on the year for New York in their win. Mookie Betts has two hits including an RBI triple for Boston in the loss. Minnesota dominates St. Louis 7-1. Eduardo Escobar knocks his seventh thing of the year in the Twins' victory. Jose Martinez homers for the fourth time this season in the Cardinals' loss. Baltimore is wall-up by Kansas City 15-7. Mike Moustakis belts a pair of home runs, giving him 10 this year as part of a three-hit, five-RBI day for the Royals in the win. The Phillies double up the Giants 4-2. Aaron Nola picks up the win as he goes seven innings, gives out one run on five hits, and strikes out 12 for Philadelphia. Pablo Sandoval goes deep for the second time this year in San Francisco's loss. The Mariners shut out the Blue Jays 5-0. James Paxton throws a no-hitter, becoming the second-ever Canadian-born pitcher to do so. He goes all nine innings and walks three while striking out seven for Seattle in their win. The Mets drop their game to the Reds 7-2. Scooter Jeanette homers for the second straight game. And Eugenio Suarez ends his day with three hits and four RBIs in the Cincinnati win. Tampa Bay is blanked by Atlanta 1-0. Top prospect Ronald Aksuna Jr. connects on his third long ball this season, providing the sole run of the game and the Braves' win. Cleveland is nipped by Milwaukee 3-2. Travis Shaw belts his seventh home run this season, helping the Brewers craft up the win. On the losing side, Francisco Lindor and Jose Ramirez go long for the ninth and tenth time on the year, respectively, for the Indians. The Rangers fall to the Tigers 7-4. Jaimir Calendario, Victor Martinez, and Jose Iglesias all leave the yard for Detroit in the win. Adrian Beltre has three hits and two RBIs for Texas in the losing effort. The Cubs take down the Marlins 4-3. Catcher Victor Caratini has a hit and two RBIs for Chicago in their win. Justin Boer homers for the seventh time on the season for Miami in the loss. The White Sox are defeated by the Pirates 10-6. Corey Dickerson has a 4-hit 2-RBI day for Pittsburgh in the win. Wellington Castile cranks 2-arm runs for Chicago in their loss. The Rockies get by the Angels 4-2. John Gray earns the victory in his start as he tosses 7 innings, gives up no runs on 4 hits, and strikes out 8 for Colorado. Oakland is down by Houston 4-2. Alex Bregman connects on a solo shot in the second, helping Houston get the win. The Diamondbacks outlast the Dodgers, 8-5, in 12 innings. AJ Pollock hits home run number 11 this year for Arizona in their victory. Yasmani Grandel and Kiki Hernandez each homer for LA in the loss. And the final game from Tuesday saw the Nationals shut out the Padres four to nothing. Jeremy Hellickson picks up the victory as he goes six and two- thirds, allows two hits and no runs, while striking out eight for Washington. That's the final out for today's morning after in the MLB. I'm Jet Stryer, and this is your home for the best quick hitting sports news only on anchor.